The subject of this episode deals with the death of a law enforcement officer. Coincidentally, just last Sunday, July 25, 2021, the Kern County Sheriff's Office and the entire community suffered a tremendous loss. Deputy Philip Campus tragically died in the line of duty in Wasco. I'm sensitive to the reality that many in our community are grieving Deputy Campus's death and wanted to give a heads up to everyone before proceeding to listen to this episode. The circumstances surrounding these two incidences, the subject of this episode and Deputy Campus's death, are entirely different. Even though these two events are markedly different, I understand that emotions are raw right now regarding the death of a law enforcement officer. I want to extend my condolences to Deputy Campus's family, friends, and his co-workers and fellow deputies at the Kern County Sheriff's Office. I'm so happy you stopped turning your podcast dial and landed right here. You made it just in time. I was just getting ready to tell a story. I'm Robert Peterson. Welcome to Notorious Bakersfield. Are you ready to hear a Notorious Bakersfield story? Good. You're here. I'm here. Let's get started. Welcome to the eighth episode of the Notorious Bakersfield podcast. A new episode will be released every Tuesday. If you'd like to be notified automatically when an episode is dropped, subscribe to Notorious Bakersfield on your favorite podcast app. Notorious Bakersfield is listed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, just about every podcast out app that's out there. If you enjoy Notorious Bakersfield, please help me grow the audience by sharing it on your social media pages. Speaking of social media, be sure to follow Notorious Bakersfield's social media pages where pictures related to each episode are posted. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Lacey Eugene High was a native of Kansas City, Missouri. He was born in 1920, married Darlene Phyllis Lewis in 1939. Lacey and Phyllis had a son named Edward and a daughter named Judith. He was a World War II veteran serving in the Southern Pacific Theater for four years. During this service, he received a Purple Heart for severe shrapnel wounds to the head. When he was discharged in 1945, he came to Bakersfield to join the Bakersfield Police Department. He continued his military service in the reserves while still being employed with the police force. When the Korean War broke out, he was called to serve again. In 1950, he took a leave from the police department and went off to serve in Korea and Japan. His service for this stint lasted about a year. Back at the Bakersfield Police Department, he volunteered to be a motorcycle patrolman. Sometime in late 1952 or early 1953, Lacey High started experiencing some mental issues. He took a three-month sick leave from the police force for psychiatric treatment both in Bakersfield and Fresno. After completing treatment and receiving a fit-for-duty approval from the department's physician, High was back patrolling the streets of Bakersfield on his motorcycle. Around this same time, he and his wife became estranged. On January 5, 1954, Officer Lacey High worked his regular shift from 4 p.m. to midnight. He went home, changed out of his uniform, and into civilian clothing. He went to a drive-in at 18th and Q Streets, 
where he was joined by a 20-year-old young lady named Audine Seaton, a waitress at the drive-in. They left there for a party at Audine's employer's house. They stayed there at the party until about 4.30 a.m. January 6th. The couple stopped at a service station on Union Avenue. While the car was being serviced, back when there was full service at gas stations, Audine and Lacey got into an argument. She got out of the car, told Lacey to go home and go to bed, and walked to the Little Sweden drive-in at Truxton and Union Avenue. Currently, the business that occupies that location is Crab in a Bag. High followed Audine in his car to the drive-in and parked in the alley. He told her to get in the car. She refused, so he opened the door and exited the vehicle. While walking away from Audine, he took out his snub-nosed 38 revolver and fired several rounds into the air. The Bakersfield Police Department received a report of a man making a disturbance at the Little Sweden drive-in at 5.30 a.m. Motorcycle patrolman Dudley Paslay was the first officer to encounter High near 17th and S Street. High told Paslay to back off or he'd blast him. Paslay recognized the gunman immediately as a fellow officer and backed off. At about this same time, the owner of the Little Sweden drive-in called in to report the same incident. Three other Bakersfield police officers arrived on scene to assess patrolman Paslay with their fellow officer. They too tried to reason with High, and he threatened to shoot them as well. Those officers withdrew. A broadcast went out over the police radio warning that there was an armed man walking west on 17th Street. There was no announcement on the radio identifying the armed man as a Bakersfield police officer. Kern County Sheriff Deputies Gallen and Mooney were in the squad room of the Kern County Jail when they heard the radio call. Today, the federal building at Truxton and Q Streets sits where the Kern County Jail once sat in 1954. The two deputies removed sawed-off shotguns from the gun rack and exited the back door of the jail. They walked up the jail's ramp that connected to 17th Street, where they encountered the armed man. His thirty-eight revolver was in his hand, but lowered. Bakersfield police officers who had been following High down 17th Street were now taking cover behind vehicles behind the jail while assessing the situation. Deputy Mooney split away from Gallon for a better vantage point. Gallon ordered High to drop his gun. Again, he refused. High turned around towards Deputy Mooney and raised his weapon. Fearing the man would shoot his fellow deputy, Gallon fired his shotgun at High from a distance of about 125 feet. Officer Lacey High dropped to the sidewalk and died immediately. Soon after the shooting, Bakersfield police officers told Deputy Gallon that the man he had just killed was a fellow officer of theirs. Bakersfield police detectives determined that High had fired all six bullets in his revolver when he was behind the Little Sweden drive-in. There was no live ammunition in his gun during the counter behind the jail. A coroner's inquest into the incident was held on January 9th with nine people sitting on the coroner's jury. Kern County pathologist Dr. Huntington testified that Lacey High's blood contained 230 milligrams of alcohol. When questioned about how drunk that would have made High, the doctor answered that 150 milligrams is sufficient to make a person reckless, yet socially acceptable. 
Seven witnesses were called to testify. The entire hearing lasted about an hour and a half. There was some levity during the hearing when F.W. Mattingly, a jail maintenance engineer, took the witness stand. Mattingly testified that he followed deputies Gallon and Moody out the back door, but he did not witness just the shooting. When questioned why, he answered in a drawl, quote, Well, it seems like it's always the innocent bystander who gets shot. So I walked back inside, washed my hands, and went to breakfast. Now, there's a guy who knows how to mind his own business. After only seven minutes of deliberating, the coroner's jury determined that Deputy Gallon's killing of Officer Lacey High was justifiable homicide. Lacey High was just 33 years old at the time of his death. He was survived by his widow, Darlene Phyllis, son Edward, daughter Judy, and parents William and Eva of Kansas City, Missouri. Funeral services were held January 8th at Greenlawn, where his remains are buried. Resources used for researching this story are the Bakersfield Californian, Ancestry.com, and Findagrave.com. If you have any feedback regarding this episode or any other episode, I can be reached at NotoriousBakersfield at gmail.com. There's no space between Notorious and Bakersfield. Remember to subscribe to Notorious Bakersfield on any podcast app. A new episode will be released each Tuesday. This is Robert Peterson wishing you a wonderful rest of your week.